but only illusions and rainbows have nothing to hide so we've been told and some choose to believe it i know they're all wait and see Mm-hmm. Ribbit. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, if we're gonna start a show about Singing frogs, frogs, we had to start with the frog, the right? one and only frog. Well, maybe not the one and only anymore. Well, w- what are you saying? Are you implying that there's another one and only frog? I'm saying that Kermit might have even met this other frog. What? It's very possible. Very. I've seen photo evidence. True. It could be family on vacation. Maybe. Maybe they're the same species of some sort. I don't know, but if that is relations in that photo that we saw, there's a little darkness in his frog family. Everyone's got that one family member. <laughs> and I, yeah. That weird uncle or something? I, yep. And they're, you know, they're posing in the lake together. Kind of weird. Just saying. You never know what you're going to find. On the other side of a rainbow. Oh, frogs. In Ohio. In Ohio. Oh, we're in Ohio, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something in the water in Ohio. Those uh, those trees go for a long ways. There's things out there. There are things. So, this, this is Parababble. This is, sure is. Frogababble. We're going to babble. Froggerbabble. Froggerbabble. <laughs> like a babbling brook. Oh, ah! Look at that With nice time. Frogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, we got them in the studio. They're all queued up. So I'm Allison. I guess I'm Jeff. I'm Kermit. Oh, Kermit. Kermit. Glad to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you mm-hmm. can lend some uh, good credibility to the discussion we're going to have tonight. Of course, I will. That's nice. So we've we've definitely picked into a subject that's been around for quite a while actually well you know here in the parabola studios we like to do uh some research about the strangest and weirdest things right that are out there mm-hmm. right always looking for the weirder things out there yeah and uh we came across one we sure did is this gonna top japanese um bathroom demons i don't know it might rival it all right it might rival dogs and trench coach with smoking guns. Oh, that's the best one so far yeah. for me. They're right. Know. They're right in that same, same kind of wheelhouse. You know, we started the research this. So I, I kind of giggled to myself because who? I think you brought it up, right, Allie? Mm-hmm. I was like sitting on my couch, going, "What the hell is this girl on? What are you talking about, frogs? <laughs> How's this parababble?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Hmm." So I started digging around on it a little bit, and I'm like, "All right, it's no worse than anything else out there that we've touched." Absolutely. It might even be better because I've never heard this story. Well, but then again, I've never heard about the smoking dog either in trench coats. I mean, there's lots of things that we have talked about on the show that I have never heard of before. This is true. And the other thing I wanted to talk about, Rob thought we might have already had a show on. And I looked back, I can't see anything. I think we might have touched on it at some point. In the show? Yeah, but I don't think it ever had mm-hmm. its own. Yeah, I wasn't sure its if own separate show. a show about it or... It was one of those shows where we each brought something, or it may have been way back in the day when we used to do this without recording it. Yes, when it was TRS. Yes. Otherwise known as the Research Society. Ooh, fancy. I know. What, what was the other? The Dover Demon. Mmm. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah, I remember doing research on it for something. Why is there anything got demons in it? Because demons are cool. Well, Frog demons. You know. All right. Yeah. So. So Loveland Frogman. Yes. Um, current residents, Loveland, Ohio. Miami Cl- Town, Ohio. Or Claremont County, I believe. Oh, we'll see. He's been Southwest Ohio. He's been known to, uh, you know, move around. Move around. He migrates depending yeah. on the season. But we see that's what they do out there. <laughs> um, this is a unique story that. Well, I think Allison, just before showtime, figured out, you know, we were talking, 
And she said, oh, 72. And I'm like, uh, me and Rob looked at her and said, oh, no, 1955. Yeah, so you guys have more history than even I do. Oh, you missed the best one. That was kind of <laughs> like, well, yeah, that that has the... the true like it's meaning. Got the makings of a mothman that was the first exciting. one yes that was the first one i read about when you texted me about that and i was like this is a winner <laughs> <laughs> winner winner chicken dinner <laughs> winner winner froggy dinner yeah. <laughs> well this you know it, it has all the classic makings of a story that could be real or fake you kill a frogman you could eat for weeks weeks and weeks <laughs> i don't know if i'd want to eat frog i did you ever have frog legs no nope Oh, all right. Well, I had the experience of watching them cook down in the South when I was a little youngin, and um, I was being babysit, uh, babysit, babysat, <laughs> and my neighbors and my mom was going to visit my dad. You know, he was sick at the time, and we um, said, oh, you're going to stay at your neighbor's house. Now, I'm talking, we're living in house trailers on the side of a mountain, so some there's some shit going on down there. So we stayed over there, uh, me and my sister, and... Um, I see her putting beans and stuff in a pot, and I kind of see her doing up some meat over the counter, and I don't know what it is. I go around there, and um, I see a shit ton of legs in the freaking pot boiling. I go, what is that? She goes, oh, frog legs. We're going to have some frog legs, black-eyed peas. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> it was disgusting, the little, little muscle legs and stuff like that, and... Uh, and you eat it like a chicken wing, so maybe it was a frog wing before chicken wings were invented. I don't know. Well, but... just imagine if that thing was four foot tall. That would be a pretty big chicken wing. Oh, my God. Wing. Four foot tall. It's like, I don't know, half, quarter, three quarters of me. Yeah, it's almost as tall as me. It's a foot shorter, foot and two inches shorter than me. Okay, so we got we got a frog. We sure I do. Um, <laughs> so where does this story originate, Rob? 1955. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go uh, that. Who's driving home? So there's a traveling salesman driving home mm-hmm. in 1955, possibly in May, around 3.30 in the morning. Okay. Really? Stop right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I said, this has the classic makings of it could either be bullshit or it could be real. But it definitely has everything that you need to set up a story yep. and a foundation about It's a lonely a country creature. road. Mm-hmm. It's 3.30 a.m. Traveling salesman. Yep. Probably tired. Right? Hey, it was 1955. He's probably selling vacuum cleaners. Absolutely. Door to door. This yep. is what I picture. You if know. this frog makes his eyes bleed, game over. His eyes bleed? Mm-hmm. No, it's better than that. So he is driving home, or maybe he was driving into town. It doesn't really matter. He was a traveling salesman. He was selling shit. And he was driving over a uh, poorly lit bridge, and he spotted something. A three to four foot in height. Weighing uh, 50 to 75 pounds. But did he know what it was right away? No. Okay. It was greenish with leathery skin. And there was a bunch of them. There was a, there was a little group of them. Three of them. Yes, a three. bunch of them. There was three of them. There's three of them. All hovered around under a poorly lit bridge. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> stopped. Like they're hanging out having a cigarette from like, uh, what's, what's the movie Will Smith in the break room? All the aliens, yeah. coffee? So they're okay. So so these these uh, so-called creatures are underneath the bridge, yeah. hanging out. So so he stops and watches them for some time, and they're just like talking to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the creatures out of nowhere, he was holding a magic wand above his head yeah. that yeah. fired off a spray of sparks, which uh, scared the man away. Um, in some versions of the story, the man returns to the spot afterwards and finds that the spot the creatures have been standing in now smells of almonds and alfalfa. Interesting combination. It sure is. <clears throat> what does that make, actually? If you're saying it, is that in any your spell no. books or anything that like that? That has nothing to do with anything. That's why it's weird. It's like so random. Let's Google it. Two random things. Okay. Almonds and alfalfa. <laughs> They both begin with A? I mean... Maybe that's what frogmen eat. Almonds and... Google says dogs, constipation, cyanide. Hmm. Okay, so we got these three frogs. They make some sparks. The one head frogger Mm -hmm. makes some sparks with a wand-looking object. A magic wand. magic wand. Mm -hmm. It has to be magic, obviously, because... Well, in the first place, we're seeing three frogs hanging out talking. So um, that makes the guy disappear. He he leaves. 
right? Yeah, he's gone. Okay. He's off to sell the vacuum cleaners in another town. Okay, so where does it go from there? 1977? 1972. 72. 72. So that was the end of the sightings in 55. Mm-hmm. Just that one. Did he report it that we know of? Not yes. He did? He must have, because must how have. do we know about it? How do we know about the story? It's a story. Okay, 17 years later. So there's three sightings in March. Mm-hmm. Secondly, four. One well, all's done, at least. So we've left, the, mm-hmm. l- went ahead 17 years. We're March now 3rd. 70, March 3rd. 72. Clear, cold night. Officer Ray Shockey. Sounds good. Was driving to Loveland. When he thought he saw a dog on the side of the road. Like dead. Like a, a heap of, or a carcass. So he thinks that's what it is, but then all of a sudden the dog stands up. Loop. And makes eye contact with him. And backs away as he's holding the officer's eye contact. And he watches this three to four foot, 50 to 60 pound leathery green thing climb over the railing and disappear down the embankment didn't he shoot at him he did shoot at him and he missed he did miss yes okay so that's the first one but this is okay so mind you we're still in the same place Mm -hmm. we're 17 years ahead Mm -hmm. why is it all of a sudden this story creeps up again i'm I'm playing devil devil's advocate here did someone want to hoax it and say, hey, you know what? I got a really cool idea. In 1955, there was supposedly, you know, this legend that this guy saw three talking frogs. No one bit into this for like 17 years. It's laid quiet. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, Shockley is driving, sees what looks like a carcass, pulls over. It stands up. It's a frog, three to four feet tall. Well, he's got nothing to gain from this because he's a police officer, right? Exactly. Exactly. So obviously, it's real. Really. Mm-hmm. So is the Easter Bunny, but well, that's a different hey, show. Hey, you never know. <laughs> so he has another officer with him go back that night to try to find it. That is mm-hmm. Mr. Matthews. Yes, Officer mm-hmm. Matthews. Yep. And they can't find it, but what they do find is a series of scratch marks down the side of the embankment that lead to the little Miami Town River. Right now. So that that kind of validates Shockley's report. So this is right here. This is what happened. And it went down this embankment, and they see physical evidence that something. Now, mind you, it could have been a bear. It could be anything at this point. But there's some validity to it. Yep. Slid down that embankment with its claws. So Disappeared into the river. Yeah, and then that was it, right? So that was it until March 17th. 1972. Right, because there's two sightings. Yep. Officer Matthews is driving outside of Loveland, and we had a very similar experience. So now this is Matthews, not the same guy that initially saw it, but the one that helped go and look for the evidence of it. So he thinks he sees a dead animal on the side of the road, and he stops to investigate. And as soon as he opens up the car door, the animal that he thought was dead crouches up into what was described as like a football like lineman stance mm-hmm. and backs away again and goes over the side of the guardrail so he is like there's got to be something to this he watches this thing he gets out of the car he runs after it and he can't find it so now we've got both these officers that have had very similar experiences but no real hard evidence either way that this thing actually exists. So now I don't know if you guys have any other sightings that you have in March. I only have one, and it's a very general sighting that something just took place sometime in March. It was from a local farmer. So he makes a report that he sees something on his land that looks just like what's been described by these other two officers, Um, and that the creature just scampered away. So he saw it just in his land, and he's trying to, like, look at it, like, what the heck is that? And he watches this thing just walk away. Walks away. Yep. 
bipedal. Like it stands up like a person. And now, so, yeah. all of the all of the people that have seen it so far have said that. Right. That these things are standing up on their two legs. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a frogman, so. Frogman. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know what I wonder is. What was the frog in 1955 doing with the magic wand? Well, it all. Well, here's the. That's what I'm after. Or was it a sparkler? Did he just think, like, hey, I'm a frogman, and that's really weird enough. Maybe I can go to, like, the local Walmart, get some sparklers, and make these traveling salesmen think that I have a magic wand. My thing is, did we do a background check on this guy, the salesman? He's probably dead. I know, but, I mean, how far did they really dig into this? I mean, how big is the county? Not that big. I couldn't even find a name for the guy in 1955. Okay, so... Well, the two officers have been interviewed numerous times since this happened. And up until the late 19 or the early 1990s, their story always remained the same. This is what they saw... Um, the sister of Officer Matthews even did a sketch of what they described that they saw, which was, you know, very frog similar man. to everything that you see out there. This three to four foot tall frog walking around on its back legs. It's only until, um, you know, it becomes like this big thing again that gets brought up that now they're saying that, oh, no, it was just an iguana without a tail. That's bullshit. Yeah, they're tr- they're definitely backpedaling off of this. So one of the officers said that he shot it and killed it, and it was a three to four foot iguana that had no tail that he put in the trunk of the police car and showed to the other police officer, but never told anyone else about it, never showed it to anyone else. Well, he could probably thought it was no big deal, but he I don't also know, a three to four foot iguana in the middle of like residential Ohio suburbia. Right, or he was trying to put a, a nix to this whole hoax. Well, that's that's the theory. That's the conspiracy theory of it all, is that he felt like, you know, people weren't believing it, and he was getting a raw deal from it, so he made up the fact that it was something more logical so that it could be explained away. And I, there's two things that are running in my head. Farmers, um, uh, cops, or just regular people back in 55... In back in that time frame, you get up to seventy two, whatever. There, if this is out in the like suburbia, like you say, wooded area, whatever. Most folks, and I say folks, folks. They're, they're not gonna just come up and lie to lie. But because that's not the that's not the type of people that they are. Yeah. You you notice when you get into the the the, the southern tier of places that folks are pretty open about what they think and what they see and you know they believe what they believe but on the other foot um they believe what they believe that's the other half of that so now you have people who aren't going to lie to you they're going to be open-hearted down down south warm type of people just everyday folk but they're not going to investigate any further than what they think they saw they believe what they saw. There, there's, there's. You might as well just shut this other idea down. That, you know, well, why would it be anything else? It is what it is, and, you know, that that that's the truth. Well, this is what always gets me about these things: is that we have these conversations about things that happened in the '70s, and I always joke that everything seems to happen in the '70s. You know, drugs, every crazy, you know, drugs, weird phenomenon, creature sighting. And I'm always like, no one ever has a camera. Well, it's the 1970s. No one had cameras. No one had iPhones. Well, this case is crazy because in 2016, some kid with his iPhone (laughs) caught a picture of this damn thing. He's out playing Pokemon Go. Him and his girlfriend. He doesn't know anything about the Frogman story. They're out near this little Miami town river. Out there, Pokemon going it up. And as he's looking around through his camera phone, he sees this weird three to five foot thing in the river with its eyes glowing, and he snaps a picture of it. Now, he was playing Pokemon Go, so I have to wonder if it was something that he saw. It could have been a real Pokemon, because he was playing Pokemon Go. Maybe it was a Bulbasaur. Right. An Ivysaur. Right. A Venusaur. A Poliwhirl. A Poliwrath. A Krogagunk, a Toxicroc, a Politoed, and a Quagasire. 
Well, it could have been all those things, but if he plays Pokemon Go, he'd probably know what those were. That's, he didn't know what this was. Yeah, but what if he gets to the next level? He came yeah. home and showed the video to his parents and the photo to his parents, and his parents are the ones that told him about the legend of the Frogman. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Well, wait a minute now. Then what he sent it to the news. So it wasn't a polygraph. I don't think so. But what if he's heard the story before? I mean, it's always a possibility. From his parents. But then why would his parents lie? Why would he lie? Why would they hoax the whole video? Like, this was not a thing. The Frogman was not like an ongoing... It's not like Bigfoot. That's where true. it's a big deal. Where or people are trying to trying to get their, their moment in the light. Right. It was like laying dormant for three or so four So this decades. kid stumbles mm-hmm. into like that and the parents say, Oh my gosh, here's a story about the legend of Frogman. Yep. Look what you got on this Pokemon game that you captured. Those were all toad-based Pokemon, by the way, that I just named. Well, you figure that, Rob. You're on top of things yes, like that. Yes, Yeah. <laughs> so, but they somehow... They um, they debunked that I believe that 2016 one as a hoax because of the video. You can do that stuff on your phones. Well, you can do a lot of stuff on your phones. I mean, Kermit was in one of the photos. That, but that was real because that's his fa- that's family. <laughs> <laughs> that's frog family. You don't mess with that girl. <laughs> I mean, don't you think at this point there's somebody out there who will debunk every single photographic Absolutely. and video piece of Absolutely. evidence that ever comes about? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think it's easier to say that something's fake than it is to say that it's real because then that means you actually have to acknowledge that you don't really know what's in there. There's got to be Debbie Downers on the, the Frogman. I gotta watch this video. I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty weird. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's a little weird. And I think like you know we've done a couple shows like we've talked about like Slendy and mm-hmm. you know things that we know. Oh, we're on a name basis like that, Slendy. Yeah, and you know like when we just talked about Momo and we were talking about the creepy pasta stuff Momo. and the what was it called the the rake. It's that weird-looking... Oh, that looking... thing, like the hunting camera? Yes. Yeah. I mean, something like that. Like, obviously, we know things can be faked. But the thing that gets me about this is that this is something that has been seen throughout time now. The description is always the same. People are not related. There's no reason that anyone would want to keep bringing this up. It's not famous like other cryptoids are. It, well, well, I read a story that like it is kind of famous in the sense that there's really no answer. They don't. I mean, we're just sitting here debating it back and forth. But like, if you take a Bigfoot, you can point fingers all day on that and say, no, it's this, this, and this, or this is this is kind of. And you're right on with that because this is. It's somewhat popular, but it's it's not real. There's no real resolve to this story. And what makes, I mean, it's very easy to say, all right, 1955, 1972, 2016. Why so far apart on that? Right. And why does it seem like each incident is almost isolated, but yet they still have a slender like thread that ties each other together, like 55 to 72? It's the same exact location. This thing isn't seen other places. I mean, like you can look up Bigfoot sightings and there are, Everywhere. Everywhere. This is the same exact river, the same exact town. So all those, th- and, and you take that time span. So who's telling that? St- okay, we'll, we'll play devil advocate. Who's telling that story? So after 55, so this, this guy had fun. Oh, I thought I saw some at 3.30 anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And you know what? They take that, they twist it. Here comes 1972. Oh my gosh, that matches up from 1955. Okay, so that kind of continues. But you go to 2016. And, you know, he's using modern technology to play a game and he comes across the same thing and his parents tell him the story of it. Now, that that's a long stretch to keep a hoax or some type of folklore alive in the same spot. What's promoting this? What what I mean, is it just to keep it in the town and let it be its own history? Well, it's weird because when I started looking into a little bit more about the river and like what's associated with that river there's a lot of supposed activity and hauntings right in that area 
So now this makes me start to think about, you know, like the triangles and the areas that we talk about where weird things happen. So now you have ghost phenomenon, you have all different kinds of hauntings, you have this frogman that happens, right? Frogman happens. You have alien sightings. It's got like every major alien thing that you can have. What if the frogman is an alien? No. I, I, well, yes. Ah, that explains why he had his magic wand. Okay, but we can go technology. now. We can go into <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> beam me up, Kermit. Shockley. Um, we could go into a uh, portal dimension. Well, this is the thing: is that no. this seems just to like, be there. We go just like Bigfoot. This seems uh, to be a common thing that we run into when we talk about these weird kind of off the wall phenomenon. See, we're we're uncovering the like mysteries really. of the world at Parababel. You know, you got the Bridgewater Triangle. In search of. You have uh, Skinwalker Ranch and now... Miami Town, Ohio. Miami Town, Ohio. So we could be looking... I mean, and that's not the only place... Like you said, it's not the only place that says these things... All these crazy things happen in one area. We need to start plotting these on a map and see if, like, the ley lines are connected. It'll say, go away. (laughs) No. But it could be a dimensional. Like, if you look at Skinwalker Ranch, all the stuff that happened there, there has to be some type of dimensional door that this coming in and out... You know, from like the the coyote that stands like almost up to your chest level, and the guy shoots it, and it just knocks off a piece of flesh, and it goes away. You have aliens. You have, um, you have, <clears throat> you have these blue orbs and all kinds of things going on. So why can't we have portals somewhere? And who knows when we cross over dimensional lines? If there's like some type of mutation that happens. Well, you also have tragedy here too. So you guys, did you in your research come across the fact that this bridge collapsed in 1989 and killed people? What? What? A bridge collapsed. The bridge. You didn't know about 1955. We didn't know about 1989. Hang on. A bridge collapsed. The bridge collapsed. You know what that means. I do. The bridge. So 1989, May 25th. um, The actual bridge over the Miami Town River collapsed. So this is the crazy thing about this is that they had on record just a couple minutes before this happened that they were going to close the bridge down because they had this report that the bridge was dangerous and they didn't close the bridge and one woman made it across. She had her kids in the car and in a rear view mirror, she watched the bridge collapse and watched a car go into the river. Two women drowned. One woman, one of the women they found four days later, five miles down the river, the other woman, they couldn't get out of her car for eight days because the river was too muddy and the current was too strong. They couldn't send anybody in. So the bridge collapsed. Bob, you know where we're going. Mothman. So now it would be interesting to see if there was any sightings that we didn't happen to come across right around that time frame. Of the Mothman. 1989, Miami's town. Miami Town, Ohio. That's just odd that the bridge collapsed. Was that was that a big thing back in the day? I mean, do they collapse on their own, or I don't know. But we're talking 18, uh, 18, geez, 1989. So our technology is pretty good. Why is why are I mean, well, how old's the bridge? I mean, but 1955, the guy comes up to the bridge, sees these things, right? Mm-hmm. 1972. He's mm-hmm. right about to cross the bridge. Watches this thing go over the guardrail. 1989, they actually know that the guardrails are failing. And right before they're going to close the bridge, the bridge collapses. Maybe the frog people said, you know, enough of this. We're bouncing. We're going to take evidence with this, too, and just collapse and everything. this whole time, you've got ghost sightings. You've got haunted bike trails in the area. You've got a, a bike trail that they actually called the Dangerous Curve, where they see a Civil War ghost. There's a haunted cemetery. There's a ghost of a little girl that haunts the church next door to the cemetery. All these things are going on. So are we going to have to do a whole episode on uh, Miami's town? Yeah. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff there. They do ghost tours? Mm-hmm. It could be a hodgepodge of, you know, everything happening down there. It could be Ohio's Skinwalker uh, <laughs> Ranch. But this makes me think there might actually be something to the Frogman. 
They're totally something to the frog man. Because it, it's not just this isolated thing that right. nothing else happens. Like the Jersey Devil. Nothing else happens around there, right? It's right. just the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Like you don't get all these other weird phenomenon happening. Well, wait a minute. Don't we got Montauk over there? No, Montauk's in Long Island. And that's because of the that's because of the stuff that goes on at the lab. That's not anything to do with the Jersey Devil. So we have a lot going on in this little town. Falling down the rabbit hole. Well, well, that's why I had to stop. The frog hole. I had to pull myself back out because I was like, this is going to get too crazy. Do you, do you believe in the sense, and I know we've talked about this in the paranormal sense, um, once you start getting an activity in a place, can you infest it with even more activity? Does it, does it ramp itself up like a, a ball of yarn or something where it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it just kind of sucks everything in? And next thing you know, sitting in this area, whether it be a dimensional portal or anything like that or just a place of energy and you're getting all kinds of outputs of different things well the ener- the place has bad energy it's got bad juju before this whole bridge collapse they have this peter's cartridge factory which is right on little miami town river mm-hmm. and they say it's one of the most haunted buildings in all of ohio but the building had like a bunch of fires in it like blew up killed people blew up it was an ammo factory and oh, yeah. They have tried to sell the building. They've had people try to renovate it. The building always, whoever buys it, the deals always fall through. It's on the National Historic Registry, so they can't tear it down. But they have all of these people that they arrest all the time for trespassing, and they're trying to ghost hunt because supposedly you can see things in the windows. You can hear people from outside the building. So this building's protected. Yeah. But it's closed off. Like, it's no trespassing. It's dangerous. You can't go on it. And there's been at least two or three people that I read, like developers, that bought this building that were going to renovate it, and every single one of them had their deals fall through. Can we look up the population of Little Miami? Miami Town? Yeah. Let's see. I mean, I know it's... If you saw the pictures of this old Peter's cartridge factory, it looks creepy. The current population? Sure. (laughs) As of 2010s, though, the uh, earliest I can get it, or the most recent, 1,259. So do you think this town was even bigger going back into 1955 or 1972? Can you look up the the date, the year, in the census? Let's see. What do we want to try, like the first sighting, 55? Yeah, and take it like a town census, maybe. So even now, it's a dying town, possibly. It's at the southwest tip of Ohio. So... Where exactly in Ohio? Let's, let's so if you're looking at Ohio, look to the left-hand mm-hmm. corner on the bottom. It's uh, Claremont County, I believe. It's not that big. Ohio is broken up into a lot of small pieces mm-hmm. that make up... As you get further up the state, you know, you get bigger Cleveland, Cincinnati places like that but if this town was never that big i mean what's their history you know what are they known for besides frogs and ghosts and ghosts and you know traveling salesmen at 3 30 in the morning i mean they're not that far from Point pleasant west virginia how far i mean i don't know exactly but uh, let's find out <laughs> in 2010 they even started their own paranormal conference miami town paranormal conference so they know what's going on down there Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just looking today, and you can get a group on for their ghost tours. Two and a half hours. You think the wingman can make it? Of course he can. So do you think there's a tie into this with the bridges? I mean, how many bridges have been collapsed? Well, TNT factory, hmm. there's an ammo factory. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, too. I'm like, hmm. I don't know. enough to make your mind go yeah there's and you know what here's the funny thing as much as much as we sat here and we we can try to slice this any which way we're not really getting anywhere there's no strong point one way or another you could follow like this this line saying yeah 55 72 uh 2016 people are just kind of keeping the hoax alive because it is you know miami town and we are known for stuff but Okay, that's kind of weak to wait that. Why, why wasn't there more sightings in between all of that? Right. 
okay, you could take that as one argument, or you could take it as, oh, it's definitely true, they just went away. Okay, no, or it's not true, and it's just a hoax that's been handed down through the years. I think we need to put Little Miami Town River on our that's, list. That's a doable place because we were close to it. Nah, it's the other side of Ohio, but we're, we're closer than driving nine hours in another direction. You see, every time we find out about these places, it's like we're talking about them on the podcast. I'm like, let's just stop and let's just go there. <laughs> right. So let's, let's do it on. A, let's do this on a Thursday night. <laughs> have the cars gassed up, bags packed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and let's go talk to some old people in this town because they're going to tell you some shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm again, sorry. you're the old folk. They ain't gonna. They're, they're gonna sit in their rocking chair while they're whittling and tell you the stories of back in the good old day like when frogs back, ruled yeah. the city. Back when I used to sell vacuums. Oh, well, I'm not a big, you know, I mean, you guys are way more into like the alien UFO kind of stuff than I am. But the more that I hear about these stories, I really start to wonder, like, is there something coming, visiting? And that's why it's only seen at certain times. I mean, this doesn't look like your typical gray. But as I was looking at images of this, mm-hmm. it made me think of like, I don't know if you guys have seen, um, you know, like the Star Wars stuff when they've added the creatures. Yes. There's one that looks exactly like this. <laughs> and it's like, well, where does the inspiration for that come? It's like it's got to be from somewhere. Right. And that picture was what, 2016? Yeah, the Pokemon Go one. Okay, yeah. and that's the one where he's poking his head out of the water? Yeah, it's like yeah. chest. It's a little It's a little lower than, like, chest up. I started reading the comment. I read the article. I started reading the comments on that picture. And, of course, it's a bunch of tools. But um, like photoshopped, 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 and you know the article eventually just said it was the video done up. It was photoshopped, and they proved it as like a hoax, not really existing. But again, it still doesn't explain the two before when you didn't have that technology really to do it cleanly. No, well, fifty-five, you definitely didn't have the technology. Well, and this is the thing: it's like okay, it's hoaxed, but if it was real, what would it look like? You know what I mean? Giant frog. Well, you showed what you do. You show me a picture of that guy was holding up like a freaking three foot bullfrog. Yeah. But. I mean, anything is possible. Them legs were super. I mean, he was holding it up, but now you got a picture of that real bullfrog because, you know, all the country folk have said they've seen some bullfrogs. That thing stand up on its hind legs like, hey, what's up, bitch? You know? I've seen some bullfrogs in my day. Um, I, You know what? <laughs> My conclusion on this whole idea and this story, it's definitely going to be something. If that town is that haunted with different things going on, I'm definitely going to stick with the whole dimensional portal opening and closing. There has to be something going on around there. I, I, I can't say that it's just, you know, people going, oh, it's 3.30 in the morning, you know. Oh, guess what I saw. Maybe you were half drunk with scotch. Who knows? Or rye back then. Hot right. Hot right. Mm-hmm. And you, for whatever reason, you could have been tired, but enough to stop you to get out of the car, you know, look at what's going on, watch it go down the side of an embankment, and make the story up. And then report it. You know, and then nothing for 17 years. And then two cops, two officers, no less. Guess what? One sees it, and he's like, you ain't going to believe this. We're going to go back. Sends the other one back there, and he sees the same damn thing. Well, and if there's only 1,200 people in the whole town, it's not a lot of people. So the it's story... Like you're living in a place where there's, you know... Yeah, that would spread like wildfire. 30,000 people. No, it would spread like wildfire mm-hmm. because it's so small, a small yeah. community. Mm-hmm. That'll all get around pretty quick because it's, you know, it's like a whole, like, it's like a family tree, you know? It's, it'll go everywhere. You know, and once it gets to a little bit of mainstream in a small town, you're still going to have it spread. Or, who knows, was there any newspaper articles? Did we catch any of that in the research? That, you know, hey, Frogman spotted here. Okay, well, right there, now you have people with a story in front of them. There really wasn't. There wasn't a lot of documentation about it at all. It was like these isolated sightings, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, but... And I even tried to look for more to see if, like, somebody else had seen something like this somewhere else. And I couldn't even find any other sightings of a frogman outside of this area. But what about the whole, why did that cop leave then? If it was so isolated and he felt peer pressure or um, people were probably thinking he's crazy. I mean, he's a cop, first off. 
you're not really going to talk about that stuff because people don't want to know about the crazy stuff that cops see. I mean, there's books out there right now, the things that cops see that the average person won't because they go into the places that people don't. Right, and they're up at the hours that most people aren't. They're out driving around. They're I mean, look. They're objective. All those things. They're objective, and their job is to look for things that are out of place. Mm-hmm. You know, they come up on crime scenes of people have died. They've seen ghosts. They've seen violent deaths where they see ghosts and some of the strangest stuff. I got a mm-hmm. book on this stuff. It's absolutely insane. Well, and I think people probably kept coming back to him, and he probably just got sick of having right. to try to defend it. So he and was I, like, this is what it was. And I, I think as he got older, what happens with older people? They get like, Because uh, the other officer, they asked him, they're like, why do you think he says this now? And he's like, I don't know why he would say that. So they don't even have the same story. Like one of the the main guy, Shaki or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. says that it was an iguana and he shot it and killed it. The officer Matthews guy is still saying, I don't know why he's saying that. Like he's not agreeing to it. He's not saying, yeah, that's what happened. So it's like if you really, if it was a hoax and it was out there, why would you keep denying it? Maybe he just want the attention anymore. His good old folk. He just wants to be left alone. Know. Because... Well, you step back a little bit because people back then were still you don't you don't talk about things that were crazy or things that you might have seen you know even even back okay you can go back into the days of when you would put people away um, if you had kids you'd put them away in their um, you know asylums and stuff because if they're um, mentally handicapped or challenged or something like that and they weren't a normal child in society people were embarrassed to do that they they didn't want they're not going to bring that child out they put him in places asylums like that so why couldn't that idea apply to these cops in a sense that all right we're just not going to talk about this anymore um i'm an officer of the law and whatever i saw is now out of hand and that might just be his reputation that he takes pride in so I mean, he's, gonna, he's just going to be like, small town. I'm done. It could. Small town. I'm but like, he didn't make the denial until 1990-something. Mm-hmm. It was uh-huh. like almost 20 years after the fact. Maybe he's going senile. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he just got sick of people poking. Being like, hey, it's the frog cop. If he was smart, he'd write a damn book and lie a little bit, and he could have retired better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are these guys, I don't, I don't even know if these guys are still alive. I think they both are. They both are. I think so. What are we doing here in New York? That's what I said. I think the last interview that they got them to talk was like the late 1990s. Is there audio of this? There has to be audio. This is 2019. We got shit everywhere. We could we could find a frog crapping on the side of a road if we really wanted to with Google. Bit nothing. We got to go find the Wolfland frog ourselves. There, there's real. I, this, I think this is one where we all just kind of dis or agree that there's no real. We don't have no strong opinion one way or another. It's kind of is it, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it? It's like why the magic wand? That's what keeps eating at me. Maybe he was tired. <laughs> Maybe you, you never know what he saw. Yeah. Why are they obsolete? You know, did he have a flashlight? Did he go into the bridge and reflect it? You know, I, who knows? Yeah, what, yeah, he could have been driving into another county for the morning. Well, in 1955, it's like you don't know what any, you know? If it was something from another dimension, another portal, and it had some kind of technology. You're not going to. You're, you're not going to know what that is in 1955. That's science fiction movies are made right. out of that right now. Mm-hmm. So... Again, 1955, most people are sleeping. They're doing their own thing. I can't fully say it's crap. I can't. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, I can't. I mean, it wouldn't be responsible of me to say it's crap when there's not enough evidence one way or the other. Yeah, I'm I'm in the middle of the road on it. I think we have to go there and try to find them. I agree. Let's do it. Well, it's closer than the uh, triangle. It is. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's now, do it. if we get there and Kermit's there, I'm done. <laughs> I'm retiring. You and me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Rob, what do you think? Yeah, I think we need to go look for some giant frogs with sparklers. Do you think the story is true or it's hoax? I mean, the story's got to start somewhere, right? Any story can start somewhere, right? Yeah. But in the big picture of cryptoids, where do you think this stands as fake, real? I mean, I feel like it has potential. It's got some catching up to do. It's got 
it's got to come up with a little bit more. Are there any books out on intriguing those? stories? Not that I know of. Um, so you know. it's not that, that's the other catchy thing. It, the weird. It's 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 not big enough to make the mainstream, but yet it's still there. I think that there. to me makes it more believable. Like Bigfoot is hard for me to wrap my mind around because everybody and their mother has seen it, and right. it, and they've yeah. seen it everywhere, but yet nothing exists exactly. from it. Right. That's the thing. Like everyone sees Bigfoot. Everyone's seen UFOs. Uh, then you got like the Mothman, where. It was an isolated incident, but it, there was so much going on during the time. And then you got the frogs, where it's just like what's the, what's two the, or three stories. What's the episode we did with the uh, house down in Kentucky, with the aliens coming down on the roof and stuff? Uh, Kelly. Oh yeah, the uh, the Kelly Hopkins. Kelly Hopkins. Okay, that is another tie-in, and that's not that far away. They sound similar. They were small yeah. There was some too. right. There was there was some type of comparison to that the Hopkins story. That uh, I read. I didn't go too. Much. It didn't go I'm too saying, much further. When I think about this, I think about aliens. It's all connected. So alien. Okay. All right. So aliens come down. And when your mind can't process, first of all, they're green. Hello, they're mm-hmm. green. Why can't they just look like an alien? Well, when your mind can't process what that is, maybe it just goes to what it's if thinks aliens, that it knows. If aliens are that smart, why are they going to take a four foot? looking uh, transformation into a frog where we would go holy shit i've never seen a walking frog maybe that's really what they look like though that's what i'm saying and we think oh they look like a frog because that's what we know all right i'll just say okay for debate reasons yeah i mean big huge eyes similarity okay color similarity walking around on two feet similarity leathery textury amphibious type skin connection no ears, connection. The rainbow connection. connection. <laughs> oh my gosh! Playing banjos in the middle of the swamp. Yeah. I'm just saying. Miami, city, Ohio. If you're I just out think there. it's funny because normally Jeff is like the one trying to get me to buy into things. Uh, yeah, well, see, I can't get thing. anybody to buy into it because I can't buy into it. Oh. Other than it, it came through a dimension. If that came through a dimension, it's then it's an alien. Then it's something from a different. Yeah. If you think that this is real and Jeff thinks that it's not I think this episode of Parrot Babel is like a parallel dimension right because that never happens that way mm-hmm. yeah I'm telling so you so now, now the, the frog man's got us thinking it's plausible he's working us against each other we're going opposite with each other I, I'm just going to listen to this 10 hours of relaxing frog music now so do we need more research absolutely I think we should do a update follow up like a half an hour segment to this I and think see if we, we can try to find some more connections or dig a little further into Miami please so, people send us information on this immediately. yeah you guys out there you know uh, goose there's yeah. another one hey goose if you're listening to this get us some information on this Miami city down in southwest Ohio because this is pretty crazy with the frog man maybe I'll reach out to you um on, on the old social media and see what you think about this because this is the first time for us hearing it and we have no we have no answer it's actually shutting us up for a minute yep that's what happens when big a looks up topics to talk about so how big would they have been if they were tackles <laughs> i have no idea they probably wouldn't have been walking they don't have legs okay at that stage so how did they grow in the river they and evolve they just yeah just like frogs came do. Out. hey what's up people i'm gonna hey, lay down in the middle of the road mr salesman hit me hit me hit me or maybe it's like they came down as aliens and those are the ones that messed up well they had to use the memory thing on people so they wouldn't yeah, remember a little flashy i believe thing. it was matthews one of those two if, if i want to say it was matthews said when that thing got up it looked tired like the way it was getting up it was like ah oh, like it was like so it was drained of its energy a little bit it's the middle of the night it's tired it, but you're sleeping in the middle of a road. Who does that? Well, if you were An supposed to go frog. to, you know, another planet in a different dimension and you got dropped here by accident, probably pretty taxing. Yeah, that, that could I be know. true. You're like, oh, shit. Was that I'm like in, in Ohio. Is that like Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> is that like Arnold in The Terminator when the opening scene is? All the lightning and the storm comes yeah. and he, he just comes out of this cloud of smoke and that the man pose and it just kind of stands up <laughs> and he's like, feel me. And then what we're doing with those frogs now, or yeah, 
<laughs> that sounds like a good Photoshop idea. Yeah. <laughs> Frog's trying to get your clothes. <laughs> yeah. Then get dressed. Give me your clothes, Ribbit. <laughs> Give me your clothes, Ribbit. I am, I am human, Ribbit. <laughs> well, I'm glad that this has opened up a, uh, another avenue for us to look at. The Terminator Frog. I think that's, that's going to be fun. <laughs> With little, like, uh, magic wands and stuff. Yeah. So that's the only one they saw. It was 1955 was the only one they saw with the wand. Yeah. So the other two just must have evolved and got rid of the wand. Said, I don't need the wand. I'm just going to get up and walk away and then, hmm. you know, get shot at, but you ain't going to catch me. Back in the river. You'd be surprised what you can catch out there. Wouldn't it be some dumbass shit if they found some fossils around there? Of, like, frogs that are, like, four foot? But they would write that off as bullfrogs or something. Because you still couldn't prove that they walked. Maybe that ammo factory led some stuff out into the river that mutated some frogs. Well, that's a possibility. Anything is possible, right? Sure is. Yeah, look at Chernobyl. You got fish, like, that are all jacked up. I mean, the life, anything that is living out there is coming back now after, what, 20 plus years? They're finding all kinds of mutations. I don't think that an ammo factory in 1950s or 60s had uh, good health standards. Absolutely, I think they do. And it's right on the water, so who knows what they've been dumping in there. So they buried it. And they made giant magic frogs. So, chud frogs. Yes. (laughs) And there you have it, folks. All right, I guess this is uh, Miami City Mm -hmm. Frog Town, huh? Miami Miami Town. Town. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Contact us at Parababble everywhere. Yeah, Um, anybody out there knowing that story, anyone from Ohio, if you actually do listen to this, I want to hear some legends. I want to hear some stories. We want to dig deeper into this. Uh, Let us know what type of uh, hotel ratings you have down there. um, Yeah. Because we might come down there. We're at Parababble, and uh, we have an email, too, called Podcast at gmail.com. We will answer that. We sure will. 